Welcome to the Reading Aloud Podcast, a place where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication are explored in real time by a real couple. That's us. And a baby. (laughs) Enjoy. You know, when you asked me to change the volume on the TV, this is, by the way, listening audience, this is a pet peeve of Mighty Soul because she'll be like, turn the volume down and then I'll turn it down like three notches too many. And then she'll be like, no, not that low. Turn it back up. So what's, what's your experience with this? Is that whenever I ask you to do something, you go to the extremes. I'm like, hey, can you get me this? And you get me 25 napkins. <laughs> can I have a glass of water? And it's like three gallons. <laughs> it's just like most people are like, showing well, up. shit. Showing up. Right. But then I'm also like, can you be quiet? And you're like, because you'll be like, la, la, la. And I'm like, hey, can you mind to be a little quiet? And you're like. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, can can we get? Can you just like regulators? Well, and also mount st- up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And not basically not be so extreme. Okay. Yeah. So you know who I miss? Who? You want me to guess? Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, I could get like sentimental here. I could get goofy here. You, I feel like you asked it kind of in a goofy way, though. You miss Neo. Yeah, let's wake him up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we do say that. We're like, uh, we like can't wait to put him down to bed. And then we're like, I miss him. Should oh, we that's wake a him classic up? parent thing. It's like you basically spend your entire day working to where you can put them down and have a couple hours of, you know, alone time. And then as soon as they're asleep, you're like, let's look at pictures of the baby. I mean, let's talk about so- the baby. You sound like you, you're an expert. I am a total okay. expert right. of one year and under boys. I I don't know trouser. Trouser. Well, I was I was trouser was on the list, but I didn't want to make you sad and. Well, because we have of course this you miss trouser. Annoying. I miss trouser next to us, and then I thought about how trouser snores, snored, and S- and on the podcast and how everybody knew trouser, and then I thought about how and this is not what we're talking about today, so we'll move right along. But that do you know how many people said they knew she was dying? We were the only ones that didn't know she was dying. She wanted it that way. She would like tell people on the side, I bet. She'd be like, yo, don't say anything, but like claim what what you want of mine because I'm on my way out. But don't tell Money Soul and Adam. What did she even have? She had like one bed. She had all her outfits. She had her bed. She probably hid some bones. Remember, she also had like 37 different owners. So <laughs> no, okay, we cannot get into that story. That one's for another. I think day. we've told that on okay. the podcast. Stop, pleat, pleat's annoying to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm Everything sorry. under the age of two is annoying to me right now. <laughs> all right. So we had our first travel together since. February of 2020, Booyah. which I think we were traveling with COVID at the time and didn't didn't know it, although they said it wasn't COVID around. COVID wasn't in the U.S. at that time. That's not true. Anyways, we hadn't been on travel since February 2020, and 
it was glorious. It was so anxiety provoking for a multitude of reasons. And it was glorious. What made it glorious for you? I mean, I agree. Because as soon as we got on, well, as soon as we drove away and we're driving for two hours to the airport without Neo, I'm like, the last time that I've got to drive with you like this. I mean, road trips, feet up on the dash, listening to podcasts, chit-chatting. I mean, it was glorious. And then getting to sit in an airport with you and all of a sudden, like all the things I'd been missing, like the snuggles and the close talks and the like pushing our foreheads together. I mean, did you remember the forehead pushes on the trip? Yeah. Just pushing our foreheads together. We used to spend time literally like practicing staring into each other's eyes. We used to breathe in in and out of each other's noses. (laughs) (laughs) Back in the good old days. No, I know. And so we get on this in the airport and it was just like, boom. I was like, there you are. There I am. Well, I mean, this is speaking right to your probably second most important love language, which is quality time. I actually think it's first. I think first second. Yes. So we get on the plane, then we're traveling together and I was taken back in time. I just felt like things were like they used to be, period. Other than the fact that I was terribly anxious about covid how anxious was i about covid terribly i think you weren't as bad as you're making yourself out to be i think that what i have learned about you is this is nothing new and it might be nothing new for people that know you but you just really need to verbalize things like they need to be said out loud whether true or not whether realistic or not whether out there or not, you just need to say them and then you feel like they're said. And I don't like it's so foreign to me because for me, it just it's it. I, I see it so differently. I'm like, don't you don't necessarily need to put that out there. But like for you, you just you need to verbalize it. And so when I when I hear you say I was terribly, you know, anxious, I think there was a, just a lot that you needed to verbalize. I have gotten better at just allowing you to verbalize those things and room to improve for sure. I just think you needed to process a lot about the fact that it was really our first trip where we were making conscious decisions about we're going to be in a room with a bunch of people and not stress about COVID. Oh, yeah, we stressed about COVID. and, And so the reason that we did that was because we were celebrating love and we were celebrating a wedding, which is so special to us. Well, let me just say, we don't override public health issues just to celebrate love and a wedding, but we do override, well, we did make conscious decisions. We're as vaxxed as we possibly can be. And everybody that we knew there was feeling well and it's family. And you know what I was surprised about? Not one person missed that wedding. Literally, not one person. You know, I've had I ha- I've had known a couple of people who said that a lot of people can't come to their wedding because of COVID and this and that. And it was outside. This was an inside wedding and everybody was there. That's right. We were ready to party. Well, y'all have just some strong loyalty. It's amazing to me, actually, how loyal your family is to each other. They show up for each other. Yeah, I mean, I think I, you know, I never actually thought about that in that way until you kind of said it right there. Like we show up. I mean, for me, it was always like, that's just what happened. 
Yeah. You know, you would never miss a family wedding. Which is interesting because I didn't think my family would ever miss a family wedding. And a big portion of them, like, you know, like a portion of them didn't come. Like people I definitely would have expected to have come just didn't make it. And right. then, you know, whatever from there. But yeah, I really appreciate that about your family. It makes me feel really, I feel really connected to them. They know me well and I know them well. And we have so much fun with your cousins. Like, and also my family is really small. So the idea of cousins is like, ooh, what are cousins? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was actually mentioning to my cousins, you know, I think that that cousin bond and it, it is really unique, that family bond. And I, I had this desire as we were at this family wedding. The cousins have always been close, but we've never lived next to each other. We've always been in different cities. So the the occasions that we're gathering outside of when we were kids, I have always been weddings, funerals. That's about it. We've got one more cousin who's getting married next year, and that will be it for the weddings. You know, so we won't really have many reasons to gather. But it also made me realize that I wanted to connect with my cousins really on a deeper level because, you know, weddings are, are fun and they're a celebration of community, but they're not necessarily a time for deep connection. They're a time for celebration. And I, I realized at this wedding that I wanted time with my cousins set aside for deep connection rather than just celebration, partying, drinking, what have you. And I want to talk a little bit with you today about weddings. No, and why I want to talk about this wedding. I just really okay. need to talk through Let's this wedding. D- just l- okay. talk about it then. So this wedding I will was, add into Okay, it. this wedding, first of all, I, could, I will not take that much time, but I could go on and on about the fact that it was the Met Gala of weddings. It was the best dressed group of people. And you know what was so cool is I think this is the only black tie or black tie optional wedding I've been to that I can remember in my adult life. And I have been waiting for this time for a while because I love to get dressed up and I love to get really dressed up. Ooh, I want you to talk about your outfit. I know you'll get there, but like your des- the decision that you had to make with your outfit and your journey. Oh my gosh, yes, I yeah. will. So the, but what was so cool is that it was black tie optional. And what we've been talking about is that it was such a traditional wedding when we talked to them. So the, the two people getting married, your cousins are artists and they're both like semi-famous artists and and when we talked to them they were like well I think you'll be surprised because we were like oh what are you going to do for your wedding they're like well I think you'll be surprised it's going to be pretty traditional at the time I didn't know what that meant like uh, the location was sort of one thing and it was in Milwaukee and they live in LA and so that was one thing and then it was in a hotel which was another thing and I think Potentially, I inferred that they maybe didn't want the pressure of having to put on like the wedding of the century, which is what I think I would have expected of them. And so it was interesting. But then what was amazing is their guests were the wedding guests of the century. And some of the things about their wedding in general, it was like traditional setup, traditional container and out there things like their vows were incredible. Their outfits were incredible. And then the wedding guests outfits Black tie optional with no rules. Everybody looked fucking fly and so dressed up. It was not a homogenous group of people. Can I sidebar just for a second to make a big announcement? Yeah. A big announcement. Okay. So we've decided, probably to our own detriment, that we just, especially Neo's first couple birthdays, that we just want to make them parties because you know what? You and I like to throw parties. Mm-hmm. And our first birthday, Neil's first birthday was cowboy themed and we had a hoot nanny of a time. And his second birthday Western themed. Western themed. 
and his second birthday because you just mentioned <laughs> you just mentioned it, which made me think of this. You know, they call the Met Gala fashion's biggest night. And so I had the thought that we would make Neo's second birthday fashion's second biggest night and do a black tie optional second birthday party. No, a nope. Met Gala. Met Gala Met Gala themed. Met Gala themed second birthday. I mean, when you said that, I almost crumbled to that we were at the it's park. It's perfect, it's isn't it? Perfect. And I almost crumbled. We're going to have a red floor. carpet. My god. My issue is is that I need Neo to look fly. And I and the men really brought it this year at the Met Gala, but Men don't always know how to bring it. Sometimes they're just in Texas. This is going to take some work, but I want all of our listeners to to know that, you know, this that who the, 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 the planning is who was starting in the, who now. Who is in the pink suit? Pink western suit. Little Nas X. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's going to be Neo's outfit. No, what was the other one that was so cool? It was like cape. Oh. I don't know. I just want to get inspiration from Billy Porter and call it a day. Excellent. Okay, cool. So the so the outfit that you and I decided to wear is that I had two outfits. One, I had been hand sequencing. Is that the word? Yeah. Hand beating. Hand beating. With hand sequins. Se- so hand sequencing. And then I had my mom help a little and we were like trying to get it ready at the last minute, like literally the night before we left. And... I had another one that was the bustier that we were supposed to wear to the Bjork concert when we decided we couldn't go to LA because COVID numbers were sky high and baby on the plane wasn't going to work. And so we let go of those Bjork tickets and it's a like satin flower stitched bustier. I mean, I don't even know how else to explain it. But you had this big decision to make. And I think that that's the important thing. You had this, these two outfits where they really represented not necessarily polar differences, but it you had two really good options. One was what I consider to be slightly conservative, which is funny. But I remember saying after thinking about it, I put on the blue dress and I thought, you know, I don't think most people would think it was conservative. It had the hand sequencing and it had this huge bow across the front, but I felt like it was a little bit modest. And so I was like, you know what? I feel like I want to be a little toned down. I don't necessarily want to stand out that much. This is your family's wedding. I'm just peripheral family, etc. And then I was like, I mean, it's always you who says like, don't forget, you're going to look back and you're going to say, I should have just worn the one that I wanted to wear, the one that was more me. I mean, people think that my Instagram is run by me, but it's often run by you in the background. My business, I get a lot of inspiration from my spousey spouse, who always reminds me to just be myself. I appreciate hearing that. Thank you for saying that. I mean, have you it's been, not How long really... have you been waiting for me to say that? Oh, n- not never, but I just didn't expect it. And it's also not uh, clearly completely true, but like, I appreciate you acknowledging the support that I give you and advice that I give you. And let me just acknowledge that it's you are really good at discerning when to take it and when to not. And I think that we've developed a really healthy balance there of, you know, giving and receiving advice, which is not easy to do. Thank you, Neo. Hi, everyone. Did you know that the Reading Aloud podcast has a Patreon account? That's right. When you support this podcast through Patreon, you become a part of our Reading Aloud family, and we love our family members. 
At its core, this podcast is about providing insight and conversations that will support and inspire our listeners to deepen their relationships and build community through conversation. Every week, we receive meaningful feedback on how the Reading Aloud podcast has supported someone through a challenging time, and now we need your support to keep that going. Your Patreon commitment not only provides you with curated, fun, and interactive bonus content, it helps us cover the many costs of producing a podcast. Check out our Patreon link in the show notes and see which level you can commit to. And know that we thank you so much for both your listening support as well as your financial support. Now let's get back to today's conversation. Going with the floral bustier and greenish gold pleated skirt combo with pink shoes. And it was awesome. And I felt so flipping beautiful. And then we got there and the outfits were beyond. And so my outfit was perfect for me because there was an element of understated while still being totally over the top, but not as over the top as some of their other guests. And so I got, I kind of accomplished that piece of not wanting to be the one, the one that stood out in the room. And I just, but I felt a part of, I felt like I had really met the theme of the The moment. And then you looked fly. You were in all black, black suit, black shirt and instead of it first time i've ever done that by the way black suit black shirt i mean you agreed that you looked really good oh yeah i mean you looked really good yeah no it was it was great felt great i mean you know the black is the the color Mm -hmm. for a reason Mm -hmm. in fashion Mm -hmm. i mean it's just it's everything i mean you looked so good and when i asked you if you got a lot of compliments you're like i got a couple i kept hearing every time i turned around people were talking i didn't hear that but i mean that's that's yeah no i I definitely got some compliments so the fun the fun story about my outfit that i'll share is so we didn't want to do a tie and we were inspired by uh, a friend of ours, and when when they got married, they wore a collar clip, a really cool designed collar clip, with these with these chains that kind of came down. Very, how would you describe? Like, who would wear? What kind of like people type of person? At, people at the Met Gala. People at the Met Gala. It's, it's it, well kinda, because it's like you know, it's it's people who are not look people who are like seriously looking to get out of traditional boxes because essentially when you get married you wear a bow tie you wear a tie you wear a shirt you wear a suit you wear a tux whatever but it's so traditional so it's like yeah it's just an alternative to that yeah and actually one of the compliments i got was somebody came up and they're like oh i love that collar clip i don't think they called it that because no one really knows what it is but they're like i love that thing it's like it's so such a nice change up from one of these and he points to his tie so the story is so we decided on getting me a collar clip we ordered one off etsy i think and it just didn't come in still hasn't come in so we just have not received Sorry. it can i tell the story sure go ahead we decided we needed the collar clip so we stopped by on our way out of town we had a long day of travel and on our way out of town we stopped by a vintage store and we we're like you got any collar clips and they pull out this box of pretty boring collar clips that were not at all like what we had envisioned and I wasn't even sure it was going to work and I was like okay this is what we got so I was like at the very least we're going to have a gold metal bar from one end of your collar to the next and then I told Adam that I needed you to stop at the bead store so I run in the bead store sign says closed 
I look in, people are in there. I go in, I get two chains cut at different lengths and I use their studio to put the whole thing together and I come out and I'm like, here's your collar clip. It was a miraculous moment based awesome. on based on a lot of things working out in our favor. And the whole thing costs like $6 so or $8. So, but my thing about that for you, babe, is that you did it. You let me do that. That's like a harebrained, wild, muddy soul idea. And you didn't stop me. You let me do it. Because normally on our way out of town, you'd be like, no, we need to go. We need to get there. We mm-hmm. You let me make two stops. Two stops. And look at the miracle that came out of it. Yeah. Did you learn anything from that? That two stops are totally fine. That we should leave early enough to, to stop. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I mean, they, I think, I think, you know, just, just go with it. I was, I was talking today. Let me just share one thing. I was talking today about like how, um, in times of like transition and in times of that, like dropping your, dropping your ego and being able to not only be flexible, but to like open up your heart to all possibilities is so crucial. And, you know, it's often in times of transition or change or like this, like unknown when we kind of close off because it's unknown and we shut ourselves down and like just the more that you can open up. So I I apply that to the bigger lesson of in times of change and transition, drop your ego. So, this is, but this was some, one of the things that's been coming up a lot lately in our relationship is whether or not you are willing to kind of do things my way is how I've been putting it. Like go with my flow, which is, is a feeling, you know, a lot goes my way, right? You do a lot in my direction, but it's a feeling of like when I have what I perceive to be a really fun or cool idea, because I had a way of flowing through the world before I met you and you had a way of flowing through the world and we both did our things and it worked really well for us. And since we've been in relationship, we've been able to cohabitate with those different flows and sometimes they push up against each other. But since Neo has been born, we've gotten so rigid around how much time do we have? What's the order of things? Because, you know, if things felt out of place, they felt way unmanageable very quickly. And I feel like the thing that I kept talking about was that you weren't playing with me. You weren't having fun with me and letting me do those things. And you were, you were shutting them down too quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that that, you know, and we've talked about this, but that that is that was true. And I think that I felt like I put pressure on myself that wasn't necessary. I felt pressure of, you know, taking care of him and taking care of the house and taking care of God knows what. And if those things weren't done, there was pressure on me for that. And I felt accountable to those things. And so therefore, I think I did. I I lost touch with being able to flow with your ideas that were off the wall. It felt, you know, I I became very focused on the track that was going to, as I saw it at that time, which wasn't true, but was going to keep us heads above water, you know, that we were treading water with all this. This is interesting. So first of all, that's the first time I've heard you say it like that. I know that you said you would try to do more of what I needed to do or wanted to do that. I understood, but you acknowledging that is so helpful. And you know what that makes me think? Maybe you've had anxiety all this time. 
You know, I'm the one that's like, I had postpartum depression. I have had postpartum anxiety. I'm all like in touch with my feelings, but it sounds like you had anxiety. Well, yeah. I mean, I think, and you know, I, I probably, I don't verbalize it as much, but like, you know, there's been times where like, and this has come out before, and I, I think you, you'll agree with this, is like, you know, around bedtime, because, because, you know, I was the one waking up in the middle of the night, and, you know, we we get in the bed, and I'd be anxious about going to bed, I'd be anxious about like, getting in bed, or how much he ate, because I knew I was just anxious about like, having to wake up in the middle of the night, multiple times or whatnot. And so yeah, I think I, I did. I did definitely have anxiety. So what if do you remember the deal? What's the deal? That if we do this again, that's still your job. Yes, I do remember the deal. <laughs> okay. But I want you to be I want you to be okay. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, I, I want I want to be okay, too. And I think that I think that I'm learning. I think I've learned a lot about how to handle these situations about how to relax more into it. Um, about things I let go of and things that I can take on. So one thing I'm taking away from this is the the next time around, I can identify the things that I want to let go of, the things that aren't quite as important, the things that, and then and then hold on to the things that are more important. So realizing that our relationship is paramount. It's not only here's what here's what it is. It's not only if the baby's okay, we're going to be okay, right? And I think that that's how I approached it. If the baby's okay, if he's not crying, if he's full, if he's sleeping, then we're okay. It definitely factors into it, but it's not the full picture. And that's where I was really missing in the first year. And I think one thing that this weekend really opened up for me was understanding that the baby can be okay, but we don't necessarily, that doesn't really make us okay. It is responsibility of both of us, but from my perspective, it's I not only need to contribute to the baby being okay, of course, but I also need to pay equal, if not sometimes more attention to us being okay and to, to our relationship. And what I mean by more attention is the, the baby, t- the baby demands, will take up the yeah, time. The baby the demands. Ta- the yeah. baby demands. Our relationship is like the inspiration. You're saying, because I feel like part of it is that we made it through the first year and his demands are less. And so in many ways. And so do you think that it would start all over again or you would just have a different perspective? Because by that way, by the way, we'd have two. Um, I think it would probably be a little bit of both. Okay, because we'd know. have two. Yeah, we would have two. It's like another adjustment. It would, yeah, it would be another adjustment. And But I think, again, like the the learning has been there for me okay and so it's it's now just about learning how to put it in practice one two three is i'm going to ask questions and i'm going to say one two three you're beautiful you just start counting you're like one two three go (laughs) like you're supposed to know what i'm gonna say okay so yes or no having a second baby is a good idea one two three maybe okay i'm just checking (laughs) (laughs) when you were counting i was like i was like she's not gonna say no but i really don't see her saying yes either (laughs) all right so uh let's wrap up this conversation about the weekend i i really feel like maybe when we have more brain cells we might talk more about it because it was so transformational for me truly Mm -hmm. and and i don't think we have time to talk about it today but it, it truly transformed my life it's a big word yeah my whole life yeah it's, a, yeah, it's a big statement. Yeah, I really, I think the biggest takeaway was that I 
I found a part of myself and this relationship that I thought was for sure gone forever, truly. And that's naivete, but it's also, you know, it's been a while. It's been a year. Mm. And I, I hear people say that like, oh, it was amazing and blah, 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 blah. But, I, but I've also heard people say, yeah, our relationship is never really the same again. It felt very much like it used to feel. I don't think that's there was beautiful. a thing that felt different. Yeah. Do you? No, other, other than, than we the fact parents. we, yeah, and we talked a lot of our, like, Neo still consumed our conversation. That and, that and we didn't, we did, like, we didn't go to either after party either night. That, to me, had a lot to do with COVID, too. Trying I think to it was more COVID than Less in our exposure, mm-hmm. yeah. I think so, too. Um, but we're still healthy so far. There we go. <laughs> All right. I love Well, to, here's to more weekends that are transformational and remind us of you know, really center us again into the love that was created. Yes. And we we have a friend who offers to take Neo one day a month and it's the nicest thing. I just, I don't, I think I want to sink into those times. We've done that pretty well, but I just want to continue to like utilize those times. I I think I want to use them the way we use this weekend, like really rethink them. Like we go out to dinner and it's amazing and we have that time together, but there's something else that I'm imagining we're going to get out of it. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Drop our egos and go for the intention. Yeah, man. Fuck COVID. It's really taken away a lot of those opportunities. Well, you know, and I am so excited to spend more time with just you. Amen to that. Love you, babe. Love you. Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.